0: What's up, guys? Brent, just the other day we were talking about things that slow you down. And you know, the one we landed on that was the number one thing that slowed us down over the course of our career and slowed the most people we know down was pride. Yeah. Pride. And I'm going to ask, you know, why is it so hard to deal with pride? But pride can come in so many different forms. You know, first I want to talk about how it can come like it can enter into any phase of your life, like it can enter into your business world. And you start making decisions with your finances based on pride. It can come into your relationships. It can come into, you know, your work, your mindset. When you go out in the public, you start thinking about people you're meeting aren't as good as you or you're better than them or, you know, they don't have the right connections. I know guys that were that have met investors like at restaurants that were, you know, the guy may have looked this way, but he turned out to be the most uh, financially wealthy guy in the room. And even though he was wearing like you know, Tim work boots and whatever else he had on. But anyways, pride is just something that always we know can just put a stronghold on you. That's right. And so talk about some ways that you've dealt with pride, maybe, or all, and also talk about some ways that um, we can be on the lookout for pride. Yeah, I think as men, it's probably a topic that we struggle with more so
1: than than women, for sure. Like, I think that, you know, as men, we're told our whole life that we've got to be you know, the provider and we've got to be, you know, the, the, the one that's out there working and busting our butt and, you know, leading our family. And a lot of times, especially when you have success, I think pride will sleep, you know, it'll sneak in like when you're successful, when you're doing these things. So I think it's something that for me in my life, I've always had to keep a gauge on because a lot of times you think you're right. A lot of times you think that your path is the best path. A lot of times you think that whatever you think should happen, should happen. Yeah. And sometimes that's mm-hmm. the total wrong way to go. So for me, I've had to really approach that um with humility. And we're gonna talk about humility later. But it's it's one stepping back and realizing like if if you're having a lot of friction or, you know, negative momentum over a situation, maybe it's because there's some pride in there. Maybe it's because you're pushing when you should be pulling. So for me in my life, I've just had to really—it's—it's um, it's a practice like we talk yeah. about everything. But I think it's—it's it's putting the right people in in your life that will hold you accountable. Like you're good about saying, "Hey, that's probably not the best decision we need to make." You know, I've got people in my life that hold me accountable to that pride. So I think that's a part of it. But I think it's—it's it's realizing that that
0: you don't have all the answers, which is hard for us guys. Yeah. How do you deal with it? It's, it's constant self and self-analysis. It's kind of like what you said, like you have to look within and say, Hey, I know you, I know my world better than anyone. Like I know what it's like to be me. And and this is the only, it's hard because it's, it's only possible to be you. You have to really think about it to put yourself in someone else's shoes. And also at the same time, only worrying about what you can control. So there's like a balance to it. And so, like you said, it's just a practice. I have to practice it always. I mean, there's times where, you know, it may be my wife's talking and I'm like, you know, I'll have to ask myself, am I trying to solve the problem or am I trying to win this argument? Because yeah. pride sneaks in and I'm like, no, you're wrong. And it's like, man, that's not what we're that's trying to do. We're trying to get, have a successful day or trying we're really just trying to take, you know, our kid to the park or whatever it is that day, not have an argument or, you know, we're trying to solve a problem when that stuff comes up. So it's, it's always looking within is what I find. And so, Whenever I find pride swelling up or whatever, I always try to first look at the other person and just know, like Brent said, like, I don't have all the answers. And honestly, like the way our businesses work, we do house flipping, real estate and insurance. Like without the people around us, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't have to, I wouldn't be able to do it all. So what I'm saying is like, we really have to watch our pride because without the other people on our team, like this all of our life isn't possible the way it works right now. Yeah, and so that's something I just things like that, I just have to constantly remind myself, that's right because or else I'll get caught up and hey, I'm right or I studied or I'm yeah. smart or whatever it is that the pride shows up in the form. That's right.
1: And I think as a business owner or a boss or whatever you want to title yourself a leader, pride can come easier in that position when people are looking to you for answers. So even as a business owner, you still have to put these things in in play to protect yourself from your pride. What's that saying? Pride comes before the fall. Yeah. So it's like, if you're not careful um, with the way that you treat your employees, with the way that you treat the people around you, and if you're so prideful that you're always just stepping on people your way to the top, eventually that fall is going to happen. So you have to protect yourself from this. It's something that, you know, I fail at all the time, but luckily I'm trying to get better, especially, you know, I think... You brought up a great point, your relationship with your wife. I think pride probably ends a lot of marriages. Oh, you know, absolutely. Because people just can't get along and they think they're right and they can't see the other side of things. Yeah. And especially in a
0: marriage, I think pride is is so important that you have a grip on pride. Yeah. And the way that you treat your wife. Well, what we start doing is we start thinking about, you know, for example, Brent and I were two separate people, but we run the same business together. Going back to this, the different part. They start looking at someone that's different than them in like a negative light. When in reality, like I have a personality type and Brent's got a personality type. If we want our business to run the best way, like we need to let Brent's personality go and to let mine go, not try to cage one or the other end. Like, And that's the same in marriage. It's like you're, you start looking at the other person like they're wrong or whatever. When reality it's just another like person, personality type, another point of view, another spot to come from. And if you can start thinking about them like that, it, it, it changes the way I thought about people. That's right. And especially, you know, we always bring in the spiritual side. But another thing is just knowing like God loves the other people around you just as much as he loves me. You yeah. Know? And God loves Brent. God yeah. loves me. And there's no there's
1: no love and pride, in my opinion, because you're not you're not seeing that other person's side. You're not even being even if they're completely wrong, there's still a right way to handle that. And that can be. I think that's a big demise of people. If they are right, look out because they're going to tell the whole world. They're going to let you, they're going to remind you of it time and time again. Yeah. I hate to say I told you so, but I told you so like pride is so critical to get a grip of, you know, you have to have a grip on it and the way that you treat people, the way that you interact with people, even if you are right, there's a way to handle that. Yeah. You know, respectfully. Yeah. And going back to our business relationship, if we were the exact same person, our business wouldn't work. You know, we it just wouldn't. There's things that he's great at that I'm not so good at. There's things that I'm great at that he's not so good at. And we work together. And a lot of times we have conversations where in the beginning we see things completely different. But by the end of the conversation, because we're calm, we talk about how he sees it, how I see it. We come to a, a mutual agreement and we move forward. That's powerful when you can have a relationship like that yeah. where you can let your
0: ego go, let your pride go and and come to the best answer for the whole team. Yeah. And the, the way to get those relationships is to be the person that's like able to handle them. Like if you're a person that's always like pride. I read a very convicting book. It was C.S. Lewis, Mere Christianity. And it said something along the lines of if you're the person who thinks you have no pride, like you're the person with the most pride. And I yeah. was like, holy smokes. Right now, I thought like, man, I'm not that prideful. And I started doing some deep reflection and I started seeing all the areas of my life where, you know, pride can come in the form of just like wanting someone to be different. Like, dude, you don't get to control who other people are like you get to control who you are. So like say you're on a team at work or something like you go to work and do your job at your highest level, even though the people around you may not have the capacity, you still worry about doing it your way and then help them. You know, that but wanting them to be like you, that's pride. That's right. You know, and, you know, we've all been on sports teams or we've all been on a team at some point. And sure, you wish everyone was as good as the best quarterback on the team or whatever. But then, you know, who would be the wide receiver? You know, it's its like it takes all kinds. But going back to pride, it just always flares up where you least expect it in, in my life. So when I read that book, I started looking at all areas and I noticed all the different spots that I was like having pride and I just started really focusing on them and trying to alleviate, you know, how can I let the other person talk first? How can I do what's right for them instead? You know, it's really part of uh, the opposite of pride. Like he said, there's there's humility and there's love. And part of love is serving. So now when I feel those moments where it's like anger or I want something to change, I just try to love instead. And that's one way I've battled it.
1: Yeah. And I think a good point to that is like when you're forcing something or when you're forcing your opinion onto someone Most of the time, if you're not doing that the right way, you're going to do the opposite of what you're trying to do. Oh, yeah. Like if you're trying to convince your wife that this is the way to go and you're coming at it from a prideful standpoint, it's probably going to go the opposite for you. Even if your point is great and you're right and everybody knows you're right. Ultimately, what's more important, you being right or your relationship with your wife, you being right or your relationship with your business partner, you being right or your relationship with the people that are under you or whatever it is, it's more important for you to put that pride away and put that to the side and move forward with a positive mindset with love with understanding that that person he he had a totally different life totally different experiences there's a yes. no reason he sees the world the way that he does yes. and who's to say that that guy isn't right, you know, and that's the thing. It's like, you don't know what you don't know.
0: Yeah. And everyone's perspective is, is like, it's theirs. They're, they're, it's, they're entitled to it. And it's, and it's up to them to decide, you know, how to decipher things. It's not up to us. It's that's up exactly to like them with God, but humility. I did want to come back to humility
1: because for me, humility has its a topic that we bring up a lot. We probably bring it up in a Bible study at least twice a month. Like at least maybe every week. It might be every Bible study that we do. We bring up the word humility. And I think that is maybe an overstated word and under under understood word. Like we don't really understand what it means to be humble, but humility is something that you have to put on every single day, especially as a a man who's working. Like I have big goals. Yeah. I want to, I want, you know, thousands of apartments. I want all this stuff. And there's a lot of work that comes with that. There's also a lot of pride that could come with that. Think about people who are super successful. A lot of times they have a lot of pride. You know, a lot of times they have a lot of ego because they've done these things and they have these toys and they have this success in the world's eyes. But for me, I'm more concerned about what does my heavenly father think about me? I don't want a million dollars and everybody hate me. I don't want a billion dollars and no influence, no real life change for other people. So I think the humility part for me reminds me that it's bigger than me. It reminds me that that I'm just here for a little bit of time people probably won't remember me 10 years after I I die. That's just reality. So that humbles me. That humbles me to say, like, let me be kind while I'm here. Let me, I mean, I think the financial stuff is great. I think having goals and I hope that I get a million apartments one day, like all those things I don't think are necessarily bad. But if pride and ego would come with that, I don't even want it. I would rather just be a regular dude and live my life and not have to even worry about that if it was a side effect of that. Like if pride came with that, I don't want it.
0: Yeah. And humility, humility is something that's really like, like this, it goes into that self-analysis practice part. And I'm talking to the business owners here now, like think about your employees, man. Think about the people around you. Think about the people, honestly, without our employees, like we wouldn't be able to do the things we do. Like that's we why doing this podcast. we couldn't do the podcast because we'd have to be in a desk right now sitting down. And so for that reason, we're so grateful for them. But pride Pride tells you that, like, man, they need to work harder and, man, they're not enough and, man, this and that. When in reality, it's your responsibility to train those people, to give them the environment to uh, be successful in, to give them the tools to be successful with. And that's somewhere where, where your pride and this humility kicks in. Every time I think about, OK, these guys, uh, you know, I may think like, hey, we have the employees and, you know, they need to be doing this. Well, if I humble myself and say, you know, man, without these employees, we can do anything. And not to mention, they all go to our church and things of that nature. But, anyways, I have to think about that humility. That humility serves the purpose for me to not get prideful, if that makes sense. And you really, you really help them. You can utilize humility to not have pride. That's right.
1: And you help them more in that moment instead of pointing the finger at guys, hey, you should be doing more, especially a sports team. You never want to see a sports team when everybody's pointing fingers at each other because that's, you know, that's not going to be a successful sports team. It's not going to be a successful work environment. If everybody's pointing finger, everybody's saying, that's not my job. How many times do we hear that? Um, So what we have to do is we have to set our pride and our ego aside. And especially in our businesses, there's not many days where we're like, man, I can't believe this, 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 and this happened. It's what can we do different? How can we adapt? How can we train better? How can we, and that's, you know, our, our work has constantly evolved because we're always looking at ways to get better. Instead of saying, like, let's, this guy should be getting better. It's like, how can we create an environment to where they get
0: better, where that's a part of the environment? There's no question about it. Yeah. And if they don't have that desire, then they won't work with us. Like, they won't want to work there, you know? And And I I think we kind of
1: operate a little bit differently than most businesses. And I'm not saying that it's right. I'm not saying, I mean, I think you could probably, success successful businesses and pride and Humility and ego don't always go. In. I, I know a lot of businesses that are successful and the guy that's running it is an egotistical jerk, but yeah. the business is the business successful is and the people in there make a lot of money. That's just not the the reality that we want in our life. Like I, we treat our business almost as a ministry mm-hmm. where we truly try to pour into people. We truly try to help them see a different way and you know, just to see the light in a sense and to, to treat others well. So I think our approach is a little bit different than some business
0: owners. I'm not saying, again, I'm not saying that our way is the only way to do that. It's just us. The only way I will feel fulfilled is if I give the people that work, the people who have committed their time to me, I have to give them my all. And the people that decided to partner with me, I have to give them my all. And that's the only way for me to feel fulfilled. That's right. And so that's all we're saying is that's how we feel about it. You know, not everyone has to feel that way or, or it does feel that way. That's just how it feels here. Yeah. But I would say, I would challenge
1: you guys that are in a leadership position, that own a business, that have, good people working for you, to really appreciate them, to really not think of them as, you know, to think of them as some, like a, a toy or a, just a, a financial number or just another number on your register of people that work for you, to truly treat them like they're human and to treat them like they have a voice. Because that's been probably for us the biggest thing. It's like a family. We've had so yeah. many guys come into our organization and if they leave, there's still a great relationship there. And so I would just... I would just, um, beg you as a business owner or a leader to, to care more about that person than that financial line at the end of the day. And the financial, I think the financial stuff's gonna come
0: if you're truly treating that person the right way. That's just my two cents. Yeah. Well, I mean, the person has to have a certain want to attitude, skill set level, whatever to fit into your business. But outside of that, if you give them the proper tools to train and you pour into them, you will see a human being grow. And it is beautiful to watch. It is. I mean, it's some of the best stuff on Earth, in my opinion. And so that appreciation, though, is another way to fight pride. So we got humility, appreciation. Appreciation is also another form. uh, Another way to say that is gratitude. Yeah. Dude, gratitude. If I I read something uh, spiritual like every morning, I know you do, too. And that really helps me to have that gratitude first thing, because it just puts me in that good headspace. Gratitude is something that is like I try to search for it in the middle of the day sometimes just because you need to go there mentally. And I mean, with my wife,
1: with everybody, it's if I'm thankful for my wife, it's way easier to get over it when she's telling
0: me to you know pick up my dirty clothes or whatever. Yeah. If you have a kid, if your kid wakes up three times in the middle of the night. In the middle of the night. And uh, I love you, Brittany. Thanks for always taking care of Asher. Um, but if he wakes up three times in the middle of the night, like you have to go somewhere happy because it's not that great to wake up at 1, 3, and 6 a.m. Like it just isn't if you're trying to sleep. Yeah, know. I know you will one day, maybe. Um, but still, going back to it, gratitude. It's just having it and always like calling upon it. It's getting in the habit of calling upon it as you go through and then love, man. Love it's a it's a word that we all like to use. It's a word we all some of us strive to know what it means, some of us know exactly how it feels, but love is something that always fights back your pride. Because if you can if you love someone, you can accept them for who they are. If you love someone, they don't need to change. If you love yourself, you know, you're not gonna say like you're an idiot for missing something. If you love you know what I mean, love is just a powerful tool uh for your character and your artillery to fight against pride. Yeah, and I think love too is the one thing that
1: can help you address it situ- like because there's times in our life to where we do have to correct something, or we do have to say, "Hey, buddy, you're not doing this the right way. This is how we need to do it." That love is what helps us do that the right way. That's because tough love, because you can go about, you can go about, you know. We're not saying just let people be them and not, you know, don't help them get through. Like you're truly doing somebody a disservice if you see them doing something wrong for so
0: long and not changing. Like you do have to. advance And yourself, like you're saying, hey, I don't care enough about what I have going on to say uh, you're not setting the standard. Like right. you can't do that either. Absolutely. Exactly. Not so, so there's a that.
1: balance to that. But love, I think, is a key principle to do that the right way. Like I love my wife so much. If something's harming her or something's like I see in the future that this is going to be bad for her, I can come to her in the right way or I could come to her in a prideful way saying I know it all. And that's going to probably push her to go that way even more. But if you come to your employee, your wife, your friend, anybody out of love, then I think that's when real change can happen and real, you know real movement can happen toward that and toward eliminating your pride because it's hard to be prideful when you love someone. It's hard to think you're right and your ways the highway when you love someone. And you even go deeper in the explanation of why maybe this does make more sense.
0: Yeah. If you can actually talk about it, like you just have to get there emotionally and mentally to be able to, like I said earlier, be able to solve the problem instead of thinking about like who's right and who's wrong. Like at the end of the day, dude, if you're in a, uh, a covenant like a marriage or if you're in a business partnership or if you're just have a friend, you know, at the end of the day, it's like they're not going to go anywhere. That's right. Like the only thing that is going to be there is like either the good or bad intent you had in the moment. And if you have pride, it's going to be bad. And most of the time for me,
1: it's like even when arguments arise, like I never, I I, I firmly feel that nobody wins an argument. There's a book called the four agreements and it's a great book. And it just states that, you know, there's truly no winner in an argument. So if you get to the point where you're in an, if you're so, um, if you're so angry or so convinced that your way is right, that it leads you to argue, that might be a a self-reflection moment. Like if you can get to, if you're in the, if you're in the middle of it and you're so angry and you're so passionate, that you're just, you know, seeing red and you're going hard, maybe step back and say, I shouldn't be this path. Even if I'm right, calm down. Yeah, it's time for a 10 minute break. break. That's right. Because arguments should never really arise. Like I don't want to argue with you. We don't really have very many arguments in our business life together, but it's because both of us had to put our pride and our ego aside and, and realize that, Hey, let's come together and find common ground here. Let's not argue. Let's not yell at each other. And, you know, I fall short at that sometimes, but it's something that I'm really working on. It's like, because sometimes our passion can come across as like, you know, this guy's mad, but that's not the case for me most of the time. But I do have to have a, a firm grip on that. And I think love, like if I'm truly loving this person, it's going to be hard for me to get to the point where I'm so angry that I'm
0: yelling. Yeah. You know, and more so love more. So like yanks them up to the next level. Like you guys are just trying to, I mean, it's something to remind us ourselves all the time is like, whoever you're working with is probably working on like the same thing as you, whoever you're going to church with probably trying to do like the same kind of deal with you. Whoever's on your baseball, football, softball team is probably trying to like win the championship just like you are. So it's just finding that, like you said, common ground and just moving forward, just pushing through. And just a side note, um, we talked last week kind of about the real estate market
1: and crypto market stocks and everything. Bitcoin hit 47,000 today. So if you're having pride and thinking that Bitcoin is dumb, maybe you should think about it and just reconsider because it's up big time. And I think with the spot ETF, it's just going to continue to go up. So maybe, and this isn't financial advice, just do some research on Bitcoin. And I think Eliminate your pride. It, it, it's better than the U.S. currency, really, when you really understand it. So that's another thing that you can eliminate your pride on.
0: That, that just came to mind. Yeah, you're not wrong. Bitcoin's
1: popping off today, man.
0: I would just look at it, man. If you're feeling weird about cryptocurrency, just go yeah, just only go. Bitcoin. Don't look at all the other ones. Just go about yeah,
1: Bitcoin. Bitcoin. I wouldn't go with the Dogecoin. The Dogecoin, I feel weird about it. It could. I mean, people are making money on it, but um, you just got to be careful. You also, you can't, there's been so many people miss opportunities because of pride. Like, oh, yeah. Thinking they you know were right. Saying? Like thinking that was a dumb idea. Yeah. Like so many opportunities. Like I wish I was one of those guys with Bitcoin. That just happens to be what we're talking about. Five years ago, people were telling me about Bitcoin. I was like, that's the dumbest thing that I've ever heard. But how many millionaires were made? And then I started buying it three years later. But yeah. I actually understood it. Yeah. So and sometimes instead of just saying no to something because it's different, maybe educate yourself and then make that call
0: instead of just. No, I don't understand it. That's dumb. So, yeah, I agree. Well, guys, thanks for tuning in again, and we'll see you guys next time. See you guys.